and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like, for her role in this week's film, Christina Aguilera won the MSN Entertainment Award for Best Attempt at Acting. And, well, as I don't think I could possibly come up with something funnier to start our episode with, we're going to move swiftly along. My name's Liam, and joining me, as always, through the powers of the internet, is a man who would be more than at home in a burlesque club and not as a customer but as a saucy dancer it's tobias <laughs> my dancing is saucy <laughs> i feel like there was a moment there where you almost took offense <laughs> i was about to going what what are you saying here but then nothing it, wrong with being a customer in a burlesque it's tasteful it's 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 fun it'd be a chilled fun night out and not feel like you have to hide it because it's not stripping it's just sexy dancing. Sexy dancing. Okay. Oh, ye gods, that's how we started. But yes, I saw the whole thing about attempt for acting. I just think that's that's brilliant. That was that was, that was great. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's a good it's a good summary of this film. Shall I tell the the listeners what the film was? Oh, please do. This week on the Manic Film Club, we watched Burlesque. After leaving Iowa with stars in her eyes, Allie arrives at Los Angeles Burlesque Lounge with dreams of taking the stage with her soaring voice. Starring Cher, Christina Aguilera, Alan Cumming, directed by Steve Anton. Yeah, uh, yeah. It says, third, third billing there for Alan Cumming. Don't know why, <laughs> oh, he's hardly yeah. in it. <laughs> uh, literally, my second point I've written is, why was Alan Cumming in this? Yeah, he why? didn't need to be at no, all. In at fact, all. Uh, I said this, I watched this uh, with my partner. Yeah. And I said to her, you don't need her, him and Stanley Tucci. No, no, they could have <laughs> easily been the same character. And I feel like they cast him and were like, we'll give you so much. Then they were like, oh, you've literally just taken the money. Um, yeah. Give him a dance routine. Just give him a dance routine in the background. It, it of one felt of the scenes. like the, the only time he really did anything was as a background to other people. Oh, like this? You mean the like the beginning of the scene where he was just taking the tables down at the beginning of a night? It, honestly, he was the for one of the biggest names in it. Realistically, mm. yeah, his, his part build. was part pointless. Pointless. Uh, on the other hand, Stanley Tucci, favorite, really like Stanley oh, Tucci. Yeah, really good character. Easy, really good. Um, right. So let let's get stuck in here. Ooh, uh, let's get stuck in. Right. Yes. The director comes from a background of directing Pussycat video. Um, Pussycat doll videos, I would like to point out. Just internet uh, viral videos of yes. cute cats. <laughs> uh, and I think you can tell. Yeah. I know that Cher herself has called him a terrible director. Oh, yep. Good start. Yeah. Good start. Uh, and I, I would say, I, I, from a direction, let's just get straight into direction here. It wasn't fantastic direction. No. I felt that I I feel like when you've got uh, songs and dance numbers, they should look different to each other. Yes, they should look different. But he has very much a few tricks which he uses over and over and over they again. They should look different, especially when they're your director's focal point. Yeah. Because in the same thing that said that Cher thought he was a terrible director, yeah. I believe it also followed it up with the fact that she called him out on the script. And thought that should it should be better. And he said, I don't care what you say. I no. just care about the dance numbers. Well, you should have cared a bit more. Maybe. Uh, here's an idea. <laughs> Stick to music videos. Yeah, because that's that all you, you want to make. you don't need to talk in. Uh, I can tell you, 
Christina Aguilera would start singing, it would be good. Not got a problem with the voice. That's yeah, what she does. She, right? You know she's a good singer. Yeah. Um, my, the only thing I would say is, my problem is, I like Christina Aguilera as a singer, as a performer. Yes. I don't feel like her style of voice needed to be in this film. Not every, The problem is, every time she sings, you know it's going to be belting and it's going to yeah. be filled with vocal acrobatics. It didn't need to be. And the problem oh. is, the amount she did it, for me, lost interest in that style of singing by the end of each song. Also, right, so there are... Now, this might just be the album. It might not be the film because I'm maybe confusing my little facts here. There are 10 songs, oh, right, 10 okay. numbers. Eight of them are Christina. Two of them are Cher. Yeah. Right. Now, they have Kristen Bell, who can definitely sing. Yeah, I thought this. I, the moment I realised it was her, I was like, wait, pretty Kristen Bell in a sexy film? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for this. Yeah. And then and... I was like, oh, but you're going to... You're going to literally just have a lip syncing to, which they made, they did make they a point make of, because I outright paused this, because I, I watched, I, I say I watched this with Amanda, I didn't, I watched it and Amanda was in the room, she was right. not watching this film, but I paused it, there was at least eight or nine times I paused the film and said something to her, to the face of, I'm not watching this film, I don't care, <laughs> um, but I basically paused it and went, there, I know, I know multiple of these other actors, can, Alan Cummings we know sings, yeah. he's been in, he's been in loads of stuff, and yeah, you, the ones who are doing performances are lip syncing. Then they made it into the story, which didn't make yeah. it better for me, though. So it, it was a thing of none of the artists singing it. They're all just miming to well-known singers. Apparently. That, that's, yeah. Apparently. Um, until basically villain, villain Kristen Bell uh, basically pulls the music and then that allows Christina yeah now to... what i would say is you said villain she is clearly the villain amongst them well um, one of the two but the, really, my, but my yeah. problem is yes she was the bitch of the group wasn't she yeah, the classic yeah. she was she was a bit rough around the edges some of what she said did was uncalled for but i would actually say completely within her right to be outrightly angry that out of nowhere Cher has dropped her completely for this newcomer who has barely auditioned uh i mean yes i agree but also we know that she's badly behaved we know oh, from yeah she, you know she's late all the time she's not a nice person no they they, they did cement that but she I, needs to be taken is... down a peg or two oh right? definitely point. yeah i i do think that maybe smashing her her, her window with a tire iron uh, might not outside your own premises actually i'm also i'm also gonna say on that one she did lie and say that she'd slept with Cher's husband. Yeah. Although <laughs> but, I think it's probably not a problem because realistically, probably not her car because she is a burlesque dancer. How could she afford that car? That's true. That's true. But no, she was taking on, she was getting the, basically the wage that uh, Christina, Aguilera's, uh, Christina Aguilera's character ended up getting and couldn't afford a car. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, there's many uh, factual things which are wrong here. Like, we do have, uh, right, this all takes place within a certain amount of days because that's how long Cher's character has to raise money. Yeah, it's not long. But there's, at all, is there's it? a girl who gets pregnant, gets married, and is showing, and then that's is true. dancing with them again, all within that time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but what the thing is, was Christina Aguilera's character not her replacement? <laughs> yes. Why does she still have a job? <laughs> Well, also, they, you can't have loads of money. A, also, you can't fire a pregnant person. No, but loads of money because you know they 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 deal with the 
the, the real bad guy. They deal with the real bad guy. Yeah, who I know as Mark from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, do you? Yes, who plays Marcus in this. And ironically, the other, the, her business partner, who is like her ex-husband, is about to appear in the next season of Grey's Anatomy. So I was like, <laughs> so there was a slight interest for, for Amanda. Well, so I was like, there's some Grey's Anatomy people in there's this. There's a couple of people. Now, I never really used it, but Carly knew these two of them from the OC. Yeah, the the, the, the guy from the OC, the, the old guy who was her ex-husband, Ooh. he's the guy who's going to appear in, in the next season. Yeah. Um, now, let's talk about the character of Jack. Oh, oh, oh. songwriter <coughs> Jack. And I did he mention writing a song before he revealed the song at the end? Yes. I don't well, remember no, no, that. No, he wasn't writing a song because he, his songs are never ready. But again, within the time period that this is all set in, he, he's managed it. See, I don't ever remember him mentioning the songs before the end where he went, I've finished writing my song. And he I did. went, what? No, no, because let's face it. The whole thing there is he's got a fiancé. But he's definitely in love with Christina. Bray from Glee. Yeah, who again doesn't sing in it, just appears. Um, and also, oh. one of the goofs of the film is she appears the next morning after they've had sex. But we saw him putting the latch on. No way could she have got in. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I had, do you know what? By that point, I'd already given up all care and hope. <laughs> so I was like, she probably just walked through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Away and, oh no, no singing. Um, oh. I can tell you that um, um, there was someone else who was, I don't know why, she, I don't think she was a producer in the film, but Christina Aguilera wanted someone else for the part of Nikki instead of uh, Kristen Bell. Emma Stone. Wanted yeah, I Emma Stone. That, yeah. Um, I would have accepted that since, you know, it's not even her singing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. No. Um, for me, Stanley Chichi was the highlight, which he is... was the standout character, wasn't he? Yeah, but Definitely. I, I what didn't. Did you, what <laughs> did you think of Christina Aguilera's character? I can't say her name, Christina Aguilera. What do you think of her character? Because oh, I carried the character. I didn't find her likable. Mediocre. I, I did not. Okay, no, I didn't find her not likable. I found her a typical. Uh, I would say, as we've, if we were watching Glee. Yeah. I do not find Rachel Berry likable. Yeah. I would say this yeah. character Rachel was Berry nicer is actually, than that. Yeah. Rachel Berry is dislikable. Yeah. I would say that I didn't dislike this character, but there was I wasn't on her side. I, I didn't no. care when she got her what she wanted. I would say I liked her because we were told to like her. We followed her because we were told to follow her. Yeah. We wanted her to be successful because if there wasn't, this would be a sad film. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, know what was really sad? She got robbed and they they took her toilet money. And I just I just think that's the real crime of this film. Not the massive misrepresentation of burlesque as a, as an entire genre. Because most of what they were doing actually wasn't burlesque. The initial cabaret opening number was, was there was like a cabaret esque. Yeah. And then yeah. later it just became Christina Aguilera and Pussycat Doll esque. Yeah. The, um, the thing Which I I, apparently is... they are a burlesque group. I never realised that about Pussycat Dolls. They're apparently a I burlesque can, group. I can see it, but it's also they're a bit too blatant, for, in my opinion. Um, what have we got here? I've written Cher and Christina Aguilera both had pointless ballads. Um, and that is where I would say that I say pointless, not in the sense of life, because they were bad. They're actually quite like Christina's was actually a really nice ballad. The problem is they were doing it for a burlesque club. There is no sense 
in a singer just standing central stage singing a ballad for a burlesque club without doing something that warrants as actual a burlesque performance you just wouldn't you wouldn't pay twenty dollars <laughs> to get in to watch her just stand and sing that's not the point in burlesque which is and that was after the point where Cher was about to go home and then had to rehearse a song and i was like why are you rehearsing a <coughs> ballad that you're not going to perform on stage because it's not burlesque and then christina did one i was like oh that's the thing now oh, yeah. that's the thing now to be honest that's all right so we'll for our intermittent listeners maybe you only listen to our film reviews rather than our, our standard podcast yeah maybe of the two of us liam is definitely the musical fan yes um, I like musicals. I own musicals. I've been to a lot of musicals. I've actually probably been to more musicals than you have. Like proper live, yeah. Yeah, say, but yeah. you know your musical stuff. Yeah, you yeah, I'm the definitely the musical person. But, so until you had fully explained yourself yeah. and you said pointless ballads, I wanted, well, why don't we just say all the songs are pointless? <laughs> yeah, no, I solely mean in the concept of the plot, Cher, who's already proven she's an avid supporter of burlesque she, she wants it to stay burlesque because yeah. she was against the idea of them singing to start with yeah there makes there's no sense in having a a slow ballad without some form of routine and it was just christina standing there see the thing about it being a musical is that yes it's got songs in it but i'm still my mind would go i just don't want to consider this a musical because it's not good enough to be a musical so, obviously me is not being as big a musical fan I hadn't really taken your note until you just said it. I hadn't yeah. really thought about it that way. Because for me, a musical is a series of songs. And it was doing something that I do prefer musicals to do. Of It had talking. It wasn't just song after song. After oh, yeah. Every. No, it wasn't a, like, I like back break, to back singing. I like break between sing, singing. Yeah. But really, I think they needed to do it properly for me, taking on board what you just said, Yeah. was they needed a better divide between... The songs that were part of the show and, and songs that like characters were just singing. Yeah, because yeah. there was a couple, there was a couple, there was actually three types in this. There was part of the show. Yeah. There was things that characters are just randomly singing. And then there were hybrids, which were almost like fantasy in the mind. Yeah. Like, and but I think the fantasy in the mind ones became actual performances. Like when she got the gig as the lead they yeah. were going to build around her she was like oh 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 now i get to be made up and then she, it was almost like it switched her in her mind yeah like yeah, they did no, it for dimes or girl's friend actually that was fully yeah. in her mind that yeah. end bit but um i would if i had to like if i was at gunpoint you know or if i, I don't know, had a <laughs> podcast where i reviewed things honestly yeah um, i would say i would choose to not call this a musical i would rate this in the same vein as uh, like music and lyrics this is a film with songs in it Okay, because yeah. it felt too jarring at times to be an outright musical, but there is enough songs in it that I get why they class it as a musical film. Well, from what I understand, and I hope I'm not misquoting, going back to the the share ballad, yeah, I think it was a last minute entry because they had share, and they only yeah, really given I a one. Did song. think they do more? I will say I yeah. didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of most of the songs in this. Um, I like Christina Aguilera, but I, for me, I, I actually think she was out of place in this because I think her voice was too powerful for the timid role she was playing. Um, yeah. 
but, I guess that was part of the point as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. It just wasn't. It's I like her when it's Christina Aguilera. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, it's yeah, like it. pink, pink in films. It's pink, um, <laughs> but Cher didn't do as much as I thought she was going to do. But I actually really liked her opening number where she in when she first well, went into the ballet. It was like, kind of annoying because I knew the opening because of TikTok. Oh really? I, yeah. The show a little bit more. Show a little more. Show a little uh, less. I've heard on TikTok. Oh, okay. So it was just like I realized. Oh, will I know more of this? Uh, no, I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize that the film came out in 2010. Oh yeah, this, like, is old. this is old. I didn't realize this is like that. 12 it, years it, old now. It, <laughs> it totally missed my radar. But then it would. It's not the sort of film that I look for. Um, yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah, so I thought right, Jack, having been in the OC, might be better known to movie as someone movie fans as someone who's in Twilight. Yeah. Looking at who else was up for the role, every act, every male actor in Twilight. <laughs> it's almost like no one else was available. Yeah, kind of. It's like, we can't, like, right, we can't, we'll can't get Roy We'll get Taylor. It. Oh, we, we can't get I Taylor. Uh, what, what's the, that guy? The uh, other guy who no, no one knows his name. He was in the OC, wasn't he? Him, yeah. him. He can come on. Uh, but in all fairness, he learned to play the piano just for this film. So give him his dues on no, that. That, one. that is that is that is yeah. something on his side. Well, as we're talking about Jack, this is the perfect moment to yeah. go into a segment I'd like to call Liam's cliche dialogue. Okay, <laughs> it, it's much like I did with the weird space thing. I found some lines that just felt so cliche. I've only got one, and it's when he was on the phone at the party to his to his to his fiance and they had an argument, and it became so cliche. I paused it and had to, had to just laugh, um, and it was they had an argument, and he went. We do need to start thinking about our future, and I might be looking at mine now. Yeah, that was bad. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh it hurts right. so, so bad." The, the script wasn't great. Oh, it was. But it was I do think, right? Assuming that the whole script was terrible, yeah, I think that is how you can then find out your better actors because it never felt terrible coming from Stanley Tucci. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. What I will say is, considering that actually the what we saw script wise wasn't great no it was written by like the, you had the script from the director and then it had two other rewrites by other writers uh, and this is worrying. still what we ended up with that is worrying that is worrying <laughs> yeah um it was it I... was stereotypical dialogue there was nothing fancy nothing outstanding you were kind of like yeah okay i get what you, this is fair yeah i would say it was another one of those films where yeah i didn't care I I, oh, I, did, I followed uh, it, well, and it's not like I didn't enjoy some of it. One hour and four minutes, I one made hour. the note in all caps, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't even about the film, that was just life. <laughs> life. I was like, this, this film is so terrible at this point, I've given up all hope. <laughs> you know what? There's something that regular listeners to this particular podcast will hear me say a lot, but I don't have to say it as me. Cher, Cher said it would have been a better film if it had been shorter. Yeah, it would have been. Do you know what? I could summarise this film perfectly. Because we always say that, oh, maybe we didn't like this film because it's we're not the audience. Yeah. Like, we've said it with lots of films. This film, on the box, is for me. Yes, it is, yeah. I'm a musical fan, and I'll never say no to a bit of saucy dancing. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's perfect. Yeah. Pretty people doing pretty things while singing. Great. Um, I fast-forwarded through some of these songs. Because Whoa. I just didn't care. Literally, once they got to the f- end of the first verse and chorus of a song, 
I was like, I know the rest of this song. I know what's happening. And I don't want to sit through four minutes of it. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to uh, the best reviewers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't skip anything. I I watched more of this film than you did. (laughs) You definitely did. You definitely did. I watched all of the credits. I also watched all the credits. Are you, oh, you stayed through all the credits. Yeah, because they did that thing where they put it over the thing, and I thought maybe something's going to happen. You didn't. No, maybe there'll be a post-credit scene, you know? Yeah. <laughs> where where it gets good, I don't know. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> no, that's... Didn't happen. Did not uh, happen. Brit- Britney um, Spears walked in. <laughs> the only other note I've made is that the drunk scene felt like it was written by a child showing what they thought drunk people did. Yeah. Because... And actually, my intro about her her award was almost a very different intro. It was almost a very long, spiely bit about the fact that they came home from a night out. He went into his room, instantly changed into a bright red heart set of pajamas, went back into his room, emerged without the shirt, went back yeah. into his room, emerged naked, covered himself Austin Powers style, went back into his room and came back out in jeans. Yeah, but if you want another one of the goofs, because I checked the goofs, uh, in one of the scenes where he gets angry at her because he can't find his towel and all of her stuff is around the bathroom, is he's clearly wearing clothes in the shower, which has been oh, running. I didn't notice, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I just remember watching the scene where he, he'd go back in, come back out with that bit of clothing on. And yeah. then he went back in and basically she did that thing of getting up and started getting undressed and the doors opened and... He came back out and I was like, well, this is obviously going to happen. He's obviously going to come back yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why are you wearing jeans now? Yeah. You were naked it's, a minute ago. You should come back out yeah, to invite her for sex. because... You're coming on now, camera. Yeah, they, they can't hide it anymore. That is, how bad, though? Because I literally went, you've done this because you're going to be on camera enough that you can't hide behind a yeah. box of crisps or something. In a way... You can change the camera angle, keep him naked. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Um, point of, I, I mean, I I wasn't necessarily looking for flaws. I'd given up by this point. But no, that's bad direction again. That it, that's just that bad was, direction. Was like, a better director would have. Because you know, what, the scene it. of him stripping and taking stuff off was silly, but it was quite entertaining. I didn't Actually, mind it. Honestly, you could have easily dealt with it from Matsley when he comes back in. Do the camera from behind him going yeah. to her and helping. Oh, you just. Her. Risen the camera a little bit. Yes, but if you wanted to be vaguely artistic, yeah, you yeah. know. Oh, this one didn't go for artistic. This no, went no, for. I think he did try. The director tried, but he's not really? a great director. Because if you go by the first thing I noted down within the first ten minutes, I wrote tacky and astoundingly dull. Oh no, it is. It, <laughs> it is. Um, but then again, it comes back to what basically he admitted and Cher outrightly pointed yeah. out: the talky scenes he didn't care about, um, but. Yeah. Mean, actually, this is the first one of the first ones we can actually really talk about the soundtrack and the music of. Because actually, I'm not a fan of her style of singing in this because I think it's too much. But they were fine vocally. They were good. They were good songs. Yeah. You know, I can't floor that. Um, um, yes, I do agree. They all were very visually the same. Yeah. And actually, they yeah. all sounded like a song off of Christina's album. Surprisingly enough. Surprisingly uh, that. But yeah, he. I tell you what, as a director he very much liked the thing of we're now watching someone sing let's zoom in to one of the audience members just we'll keep zooming to yeah the audience members. we'll do a lot of zoom in yeah there was a lot of zooming he doesn't know what else to do he likes to zoom <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um i don't I, think i've made any other notes 
I'd like another another goof, which I read about, right. which is one of the things I didn't think about at the time. Right. So when she goes to to Jack to stay with him, yeah, she thinks he's gay. Yes. Right? Now, what probably helps is there are no female clothes or items of any description in his apartment, which is also his fiance. She lives there. <laughs> She's just gone away to do some She's travelling away for months on end. She wouldn't take everything. And is clearly cheating on him. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Why did she come back? I don't really know. She kept having her show extended. And it was like, you're not handling that in a good way for a long distance relationship. (laughs) It, It wasn't. It was clumsy and clunky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And for it to have been a redrafted <laughs> script. Yeah, it's not good, is it? It isn't good. Uh, and actually, if anything, this film made me want to go and watch Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? This was like, it had Chicago elements, but it was like they went, that some, it's like the director sat and watched Moulin Rouge and went, I could do that. Yeah. And calm. <laughs> it's like I'm going to remake Moulin Rouge, but terrible. <laughs> we can't use Moulin a, uh, rubbish. Hippo. We're going to use a hippo instead. That will work. <laughs> Would have been better. Shall we rate? No. No. You want to carry on talking about it? No, I don't really. Okay. Cool. Uh, well here at the Manic Podcast We don't rate it on a sliding scale Of like 1 out of 5 stars Or 1 of 100 For example Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 34% uh, it, It's not got very good Metacritic it has Below a 40, 40 uh, Whatever it is on there So it's generally not done very well But saying that I looked through a load of the uh, Viewer reviews on IMDB And actually most of them are 8 to 9 well, I'll say, I mean, I watched it with Carly and she actually, she had fun. She likes that kind of film. She enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, she, yeah, there were things that she wasn't like that yeah. thrilled about. But on the whole, she had a good evening watching it. Yes, yeah, fair. I mean, I, I get it. There are moments. Anyway, we don't do it like all those other things. We simply say, is it a hit or is it a miss? We make it much more simple. A hit being, did we like it? Would we tell other people about it? Would we suggest it? Uh, would we rewatch it? All round enjoyability and a miss. Direct opposite, nice and simple. So to bias, burlesque. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. right. This this is the thing because actually doing the review has made me realise there's way more wrong about the film than there is right. Right. Because I did sort of enjoy watching it. But it's not a good film. Okay. And uh, that's putting me in a bit of a... I don't I don't quite know which direction to go with this. Because if I was looking from a purely critical point of view, yeah. it's a miss. But actually, it's an all right couple of hours. It's not going to... You can switch off from it. You can kind of have fun with it. Then watch plenty of better things. If it yeah. was on TV, I wouldn't turn it over necessarily. Okay. But I wouldn't go out my... I've seen it now. I don't need to see it again. Yeah. Uh, I guess... A soft miss. Okay, cool. That's That makes sense. You know what? I think the thing that is unfair to Burlesque is I've got quite a high 
line, a high bar when it comes to musicals and and general like musical telly and film. Yeah. And this just this was nowhere near the bar for me. Yeah. I can outright say I did not enjoy this film. Okay. To the point of well, you fast forward through the numbers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the first half of the film, I didn't. I watched everything in its full. Yeah. But once I did that, I don't care. My mind just went, I, I am struggling. I, I was like, how is there 55 minutes of this left? She's already the main act. Yeah. yeah. Um, the pacing was terrible. Um, yes. the, the quality of music was fine. There was nothing wrong with that. And I cannot, I mean, I will say, I don't like Cher. I've never liked Cher. I don't, I, I, I'm not no, a fan I of... I do. I like Cher. I, from, I'm just, she's just not my cup of tea. Mm. I liked her in this. I think her opening number was fun. Her role I was just, correct for her, I think. Yeah. yeah. I just have no need to ever hear or see this film again. Yeah. Um, I have a DVD of it somewhere that my sister gave me. I will be returning it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this an outright miss just because that last hour was difficult. Yeah. I honestly, considering this is a musical, it's, I think it's one of the films I've struggled with the most since High Flying Bird, actually. Really? For the, for the latter That's, half. Right, to the point clearly... of, I was sitting on my phone while watching it, going, this isn't distracting me enough. I actually, right, that makes sense. Because for me, one of my favourite genres is sci-fi. I love my sci-fi. And when we watched Incoming, yeah, which was billed as a sci-fi film. It's just disappointing. Didn't it was to it. terrible. It, because when it's your thing, you what you know you're the target. Yeah, and that's, that's, if I wasn't, if I was just a general fan of musicals and wasn't as into them as I am, this might have got a bit, I might have gone into this with a bit more of a tame attitude. But Probably like I've got a little bit. Because, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I suppose if I was more of a casual musical lover. Yeah. But yeah. it just didn't live up to it. I'm not downing any of the, the ability that went into it for like the the the, the singing and the actual dance routines because i couldn't do that no, no I, I couldn't do that dance routine as much as i'd like to wear some of the dresses <laughs> yeah all right the singing and the dancing quality was well, yeah fine. but i can't actually... i can't rate the film just on that yeah that's just one element yeah and it's the best element yeah, and it's probably quite a big element but also saying that i did fast forward some of the elements yeah you did <laughs> so for that reason I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fair, mess. fair. What are we going to watch next? I genuinely ne- don't know this time either. You're not? Cool. <laughs> next time on the Manic Film Club, we will be watching The Judge. A big city lawyer returns to his hometown when his father is charged with murder. He takes the case only to uncover family secrets. Starring Robert Downey Jr., Robert Duvall, and directed by David Dobkin. Oh, okay. Good names. Good names. Good but names. we've seen that this film had good names. <laughs> Oh, you just have I've had a lot of good names, but then look what it did to Alan Cumming. Is Alan Cumming in this one as well? Or no, is it... no, no, no. But I mean, it's headlined by Robert Downey Jr. I hope he's in it. Maybe uh, he's got take a, take a fee at a door somewhere, and that'll be it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, he's filled first, to be fair. That's and I'm presuming, yeah. I'm presuming he's the lawyer. I would assume so. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Hoping. Oh, well, we'll see how that goes, I guess. It's two hours and 21 minutes, so I That's hope it's good. Oh, no. Yes, it's all Okay, cool. That's, that's fair. Okay. You, you don't mean that cool. That was definitely <laughs> a, that's not cool. I've watched a good handful of films in the last couple of weeks, and I'm really starting to respect the slightly short films again. <laughs> Actually, right. it was quite interesting because before we started recording this, yeah. we were discussing another film that we both watched. Uh, yesterday, I watched Godzilla vs. Kong. 
Yeah. Uh, and of the four films in the MonsterVerse, it's the shortest one. Okay. Uh, and the director actually, when questioned about this, said that he's a believer that shorter films are better. He says, if you're going to make a film over two hours, you better have a really good reason for it. Yeah. If you can tell that story within an hour and a half to an hour, 40, yes. 50, then you, it's better to give it in a bite as uh, easier viewing. Yes, it is. If you Because uh, if you get to the end of it and you're like, for me, when I go to cinema, especially uh, now I'm diabetic and stuff, the old toilet calls a lot quicker. <laughs> and I don't like missing stuff in films when I'm, especially if I'm in the cinema, I, I don't like to have to shoot. And I will, I will wait until I'm in pain. Once I'm sat down, I'm there for the duration. Yeah. Unless, and unless I, you're I, Avengers facing Thanos, you better not be three hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I fully agree with that. I fully yeah. agree with that. Um, actually, that's hard. And that was half my reason with this week's film. It yeah. was just, it felt too long. And it was yeah. too long. And you know what? Cher felt the same. <laughs> I, and I share the thought. Oh. <laughs> and oh, if no. you want to share your opinions on this film, a poll will go live over on Twitter when this film comes out. It I'm enjoying will. the fact that her name is Cher. Um, yeah. uh, Tobias will put a poll out where you get to say if you thought this film was a hit or a miss. And it would be generally nice to know. Yeah, genuinely nice to know. Yeah. Now, Twitter used to be the best place to keep up to date with all things manic, but no longer is that true. Patreon is the way of the future. Yeah, not only fans can't have nudity on it now. <laughs> Technically not true. Oh, that's you're not allowed to put porn up on it now. But you're still allowed naked pictures. Hey. Yeah, the, the the rule that's coming in from October is that um because they are launching a streaming service as well, which they want to be fully family friendly, they've got to limit the other thing. So that you know, you're not allowed to do like videos and stuff, but they are allowing tasteful naked photos so that they don't fully alienate the, the, oh. the people that they are definitely going to alienate. In that case, OnlyFans is still the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, unless you wanted videos of weird stuff like our feet. Because yeah. I've seen my feet, you don't want pictures of them. Oh, you went for that fetish. Nice. I just cool. Let's be, let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah, let's, let's be real. <laughs> bid, bid, fetish. Bam. Uh, uh, patron. Patron. For, so patron. For one pound, yeah. you can get exclusive content. You can. Not pictures of our feet. But access to our Discord server. Yeah, you can. But you also don't get pictures yeah, of our Yeah, and feet. you know what? If you're a fan of our main podcast, season four is on the way. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. And planning is in the pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> planning, 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 planning. Then forgetting the planning. And then planning. Planning, planning. Let's do stuff we need weeks to prepare. And yeah. then not prepare it. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing says manic like not preparing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. It's like yeah. Batman all over again. Yeah, that's how but anyway, trouble it is. <laughs> no planning. That's true. But anyway, the link to our Patreon as well as all of our social medias will be in the link tree in the description of this episode. Hop over along, have a look through it. There's lots of interesting stuff on there, and drop us a follow if you haven't already, so you can keep up to date with all of the new episodes when they come out. Yes, please. And before we start losing the capability to speak, which has already started. It happened before we started recording, that's basically. Tobias, I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Stay safe, everyone. And most importantly, stay manic. Manic.
No, you stay manic. Is it bad that I said most importantly that almost said stay hydrated? And I was like, what? <laughs> stay, well, do as well. But we yeah, haven't been. I don't. Yeah. Stay manic. That's better. You can that's be better. dehydrated and enjoy the podcast. But if you're not safe, you can't. That's true. Stay safe.